Hello, hello, loyal followers. Welcome to episode 54 of Law School in Brief. I'm your co-host, Megan, and with me is... Lydia and Raja, my new cat. (laughs) Damn it, Raja, you missed your cue, buddy. Raja, come here. I'm holding him right in front of the microphone. Can you hear it? Him? He's not making any noise. I don't know how Everyone you would be able to. Everybody shut up. Listen. <laughs> Maybe I'll put his paw on the microphone. Can you hear that? Yes. Yes. We hear okay. that. The listeners hear that. Raja, Amazing. We hear you. He's, we love you. He's going straight back into the little self-warming bed that I got for him. Of course. Well, I would be in the self-warming bed if I could be. <laughs> it's like lined with that... Um, astronaut like the the nasa developed emergency blankets that's like woven into it the my you mean a mylar blanket yeah yeah Isn't that really cool? yeah oh my goodness genius yeah well listeners i don't know if lydia and i have given it away but we have a very definite theme for the podcast this week lydia do you want to let them know what it is mylar blankets <laughs> no <laughs> Oh, having pets in law school. Pets, pets, pets. Said <laughs> a great poet once. Really? No, that was just me. <laughs> pets, pets, pets. I was like, go on, recite the entire. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness, yeah. So Lydia um, has already told us about you know adopting Raja, um, and I think the last episode I mused on an elder pug for at least five minutes <laughs> um so yeah, what's we, the update for elder pug uh spoiler alert there is no update for elder pug but there is plenty more in store so just uh why don't you uh buckle your seatbelt there little lady <laughs> <laughs> oh but before i mean so I don't really have any highs or lows or mehs because it, 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 it's all about pets this week. Um, I don't know. Do you have any anything highs, lows? I have a couple updates that are not animal related. Um. <laughs> Ooh, and that reminds me. I have a question for you that is not animal related but is law school related. So you give your Really? Update. What is it? Okay, fine. I'll go first. Yeah. So... I think me and the listeners really want to know if there have been any updates with the Wash You dating game situation that you constructed a couple months back. Whoa. Are there any weddings? Back? Hold on. It's, it was like a month and a half. I am quite behind on my matchmaking, I got to say. I did a lot of work up front, and then I was like, I need to wait for more folks to fill out the survey. But, you know, when it's something shared on GroupMe or Facebook once, it gets buried. Right. And it only fret, uh, it only spreads so far out um, of my pre-existing network. So there are some more matches to be made for sure. Um, but I my sample size is, is just too small. There are people I've tried to match up, but they've already been on a date before. <laughs> there are people I've tried to match up who, like, it was too good of a match, you know, like they were, they reminded them of an ex or something. And and then there's like a lot of, um, very beautiful genius women who are only interested in men and there's just not enough, uh, dudes 
to go around. Um, I don't know. So I don't have any great updates. There were some, there were some dates uh, that came out of it, which was exciting, but I didn't, I didn't like follow up to see how things were going. I kind of like, I just, I'm just letting it go. You know, okay. and I, I assume the person will come back to me and say like, Oh, match me with someone else if it didn't work. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, you know, inquiring minds needed to know. You're right. I should have been updating and asking, you know, asking listeners in St. Louis to please, you know, fill this thing out. They're less. They're less. They could have been Indian match made and instead they they decided not to. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe folks are cozying up with pets instead of hey. humans. <laughs> You know, they're, they're much more loyal. <laughs> Damn it, Lydia. You just wasted such a good segue. Dang it. Aren't we, weren't we, I was going to ask you my question, then you were going to give us updates, but you segued us so beautifully into talking about pets. It's okay. We'll find another segue. And okay. also I realized what I just said was kind of weird. It almost implied that like Billy or other people I hang out with are disloyal. No one in my life is disloyal. I just meant animals are like easier to interact with sometimes they're like blindly loyal yeah they don't know the world outside of you so they just like worship the ground you walk on which would make you know a human companion better because if they're around you all the time it's by choice not because they have to be (laughs) right of course right yeah Yeah, that's what i keep telling myself (laughs) well let me do my little updates um so I had been scheduled to volunteer for the WashU like competitive trial team, uh, trial team did. last week and did the training and everything. I, there was another volunteer who was going on Thursday. I was scheduled for Friday. Well, during their competition on Thursday, they realized how easy it was for them to do the tech themselves. I mean, we're talking about like a mock trial case that has like dozens of exhibits, like a slideshow, like things that need to be pulled up during cross-examination kind of on the fly. And I'm not surprised that they were like, actually, we've got this. I, I am glad that I wasn't the one that messed anything up for them, you know, uh, on that front. So I actually didn't get to be part of that, but I was still in the group chat And so, and that was awesome because it was like these three people who I know and then a 3L who I don't really know, um, just like cheering each other on and being like, take them down. Like, that was a great question. (laughs) It was, I, I had been hoping that I would like learn evidence in a day kind of, (laughs) but unfortunately I still haven't learned evidence. Um, but in this group chat, it was, it was cool to see like in real time, how a case might go down. Um, kind of like a case you'd see on TV. You know, most cases aren't really like that, but mock trial lets you kind of do that. And, and what I found out when I, when I was doing the training and they said that, and they thought they'd be able to use me, they said, your name's going to be listed as part of our team for doing this. And you have priority if you want to be on the trial team next year. Oh my God. So just all the perks. So that's actually really good to keep in mind listeners. If you 
have an inkling and you think it would be cool to volunteer for this, you know, they need people and like, it could be cool. You should probably just do it because they might not tell you about those perks up front. They didn't tell me. And then when I, and I just did it to kind of like help out and it really would have paid off, you know, in that scenario where they needed me, but yeah, you should volunteer listener. Um, you should just volunteer. It's going to pay off in law school. Like you should volunteer for things that interest you. You know, I agree. I agree. And I do. When you were saying that though, I did have this one little thought and uh-huh. it is very rare that I am the pessimist in, in the crew. Um, <laughs> but last year when I was a one L you may remember, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, we were told that, you know, one L's, were strongly encouraged to volunteer to be bailiffs for the moot court competition that Elon hosts every October. Um, mm-hmm. Side note, it's happening this week and it's very exciting. Ooh. But anyway, um, they were really harping on how everybody should be a bailiff. And one of the ways that they incentivized us to do so was by saying that if you serve as a bailiff, your likelihood of getting on moot court like increases a little bit or not maybe that, but like it, it looks favorably upon you if you're applying to be on the moot court team. Um, I did not bailiff obviously. Uh, and I, <laughs> I made it onto the moot court team and nowhere in, here's the thing when they release like what their credentials were, or what the stipulations were for getting on nowhere in there. Did it say like volunteered to be a bailiff or like, you know, in any way, shape or form, <laughs> like, mm. yeah. So, I, so there was this like skeptic part of me that was like, something tells me that uh, you actually don't care and you just need bodies. But what do I know? I don't even know why I shared that out loud, <laughs> but it's just, I think it's very juicy. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't mean to be like shit talking the the team that I'm on, but you know, take it all with a grain of salt. I think that's what I'm really trying to say is definitely volunteer, but but be judicious with where you put your volunteer hours because energy is precious. Yes. Did I rein it back in? Did I rein it back in? <laughs> I don't know. You did. I I'm trying to think of the distinction. I bet it's like if they're having a hard time finding someone and you're like the only one who volunteers, you should do it. Yes. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Um, well, that's a great update. Do you have anything? I mean, it's great. I am a little, however, I am a little bummed that you didn't end up having to be the, the slide clicker. <laughs> but now I'm even more curious about how it actually works. So I'm. I think we should still keep that topic for when you're doing your thing and you can actually explain to me all the things I saw in the text. I have a oh, little cool. bit better frame of reference for when you, when you describe it coming up. Great. Um, so I guess that's an update of something I didn't do. I have two updates of things I have done. One is I got a new little part-time job, part-time job, um, working for this startup called Laudio, L-A-W-D- I oh we can put it on the Twitter maybe oh yes 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 it is just people who have recorded themselves reading um, cases so I sent over my the cases that we've read for class and I'm gonna be paid twenty bucks per case that I record how good is and that? you're just reading it out loud yeah 
Um, it's a, it's abbreviated, uh, so it's not a, like a case summary or anything, but it is like a little shorter than the full thing. Um, so the woman who started the um, startup, the company, she goes through and like shortens it and then sends it to me and I am just going to record it. I did, I had to do a little like test and um Sorry, I'm just watching Raja. Um, so distracting, but we'll Obsessed. get to that. Um, <laughs> I had to I, I had to do a test where I read this excerpt that was very complicated, and I, I took it took me multiple tries actually. So that doesn't really bode well for the uh, the amount of time it'll take me to record um, an entire case. But it's like. I'm at the point in the semester where I've forgotten some of the cases we read earlier. So this is an incredible external incentive for reviewing. Um, Wait, so, so Laudio, is it, I did a quick Google while you were talking about it. Is it actually a podcast? Cause I'm seeing Laudio podcast on, on Twitter. Um, okay. If you go to Laudio for listeners.com, um, oh, that's the main website, and I—I I don't think they have a podcast, but um, maybe it. they upload. Maybe they upload the cases like to podcast platforms just to increase the. Uh, I just made that up. I'm not sure if that's true. Um, <laughs> well, okay. So here's why I even brought it up. the The Twitter account is Laudio Podcast, and it's just the handle at Laudio, and then yeah. the like little tagline says uh, Dick Dicta and Kathy contracts one L's stumble their way through case readings and share their nascent legal thinking. No, that's not, not guaranteed. Nope. That's nope. That's not what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, of course not. But like, also is this another law school podcast? Ew. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. The, the portmanteau is there, you know, Laudio it's there. Like, I'm not surprised that the two people came up with it. It's very good. I will be checking out both Laudio and Laudio for listeners. <laughs> Unintentional plug, but here we are. Yeah. I have one more, like, update that's neither a high nor a low, just an update. Okay. Which is that I've, um, I got a free code for downloading outlines on Crescendo. Have oh. you heard of this? No, it's another audio uh, resource. Um, they have like audio outlines. So each track, there's like a ton of MP3s that you get when you download it. And it's each track is just like explaining a small something. They use a lot of mnemonics. Actually, they don't really explain anything. They just give you mnemonics. It's for memorizing. And so it's not like the first supplement you would go to. I, I think it's one of the like last supplements you would go to before an exam. Um, I think it's mostly for bar prep. So it's like short, like I think the entire playlist for evidence I just downloaded is like 45 minutes or something. Okay. And, um, yeah, if you are interested in this kind of resource, just reach out to me because I do have free code. And um, I think their outlines are usually like 37 bucks. So I had heard of them before, but never tried them. And 
I will give my full report later. I'll see if I like the just straight mnemonics memorization format or if I would prefer someone to kind of like talk it out to me. Uh, is it too early <laughs> to ask for that promo code? <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 Um, and then that's I great. Yeah. A couple highs and lows too, but I don't Dang, wanna... dude, just go through them. Cause honestly, okay, mine okay. is like a big mushy blur. Okay. Okay. Um, so the high, I'll, I'll save high for last. Cause that's going to be my segue. We're good. Okay. My lows are first of all, the bureaucracy of the IRS. Oh my God. I have been on the phone with them for hours on Friday, Monday, and today, and still do not have what I need for my clients and the clinic. I'm in the low income taxpayer clinic for listeners who might not know that. So we talk to the IRS a lot and I don't know if it's like the training or what, but like every agent I speak to on the phone has different information. It often conflicts. Some agents will hang up on me. Um, another issue, which is not the IRS's fault is just that we have, well, I guess it's partially the IRS's fault because faxing is like the only way to send information quickly. I'm, I can, I cannot rely on the mail right now, um, to communicate with the IRS because there are just like tons of letters that are not being opened because of delays with COVID. So the faxing just takes so long, which I think is an issue on Wash U's end with our e-fax service provider, whatever. All that matters is that it's horrible, horrible, horrible. It'll take like an hour to pull a fax through and I'll, some agents will only wait for a certain amount of time. Others will wait indefinitely, but not put you on hold. So you're just sitting there in silence, not sure. And then they also get very confused because like I'm a quote qualified student, which is different than just like being an attorney (laughs) and having Mm -hmm. a like ID number through the IRS. So they're always very suspicious of me. Like one person like refused to give me any information, even though I'm like, "Uh, I already faxed you. Remember when we waited on hold for so long for me to fax you the information that like I signed and the client signed and my supervising attorney signed and like, we are all good. Give me the stuff. Um, So that has just been absolutely horrible. And trying to like convey that to the professor that I am working with and my classmate is also incredibly confusing because it's like, okay, let me describe what each person said differently. And like each time I write up a phone memo, it's literally a thousand words because I have to describe like everything conflicting and what I think about it and what I was able to do. So hate it. Um, And if it had been earlier in the semester, it kind of would have been good because there are times when I like need to make more hours. I have a clinic hour requirement of like 19 and a half hours per week. But at this point in the semester, I need to be getting things done for my clients because like things are actually happening. So it just is bad timing. The other low that did not help was that today... Like last night and today, my power went in and out. And then the power was finally like back 
and stable, but the internet would say connected, but like wouldn't actually connect or would connect at such a slow, like dial up speed that I couldn't do anything. And it was so frustrating. I don't know if it's because everyone's internet was going back at the same time, but it was like, I was hopping on zoom calls on the phone. I was like sending faxes from my phone data to the IRS, like over the email client, like using my phone data, which is like such a funny (laughs) time gap. I'm like using a technology, the technology of today to like forward information using the technology of like decades ago. Right. Um, (laughs) That was funny. But I just, it just was like terrifying to think of if that happens during an exam or anytime if that happens again, it's like I can make up the time today because I happen to have like a slower day, but no, no, that's not good. I had, I had like a very similar, well, horrifying moment. I had, I had spent like probably 36 hours straight writing a 12 page brief. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had just finished it and I then like reread it started making little edits on it. Um, and then all of a sudden my computer went completely black and I was like, I'm you on, you know, the panic moment. My computer goes, my computer goes completely black. I don't know why it's like gone to sleep. I have no idea what's going on. Um, and then I like try to like restart it. It restarts and thank Christ, everything was saved. Uh, But I mean, let me tell, like when I was like, did I hit save? I'm pretty sure I hit save. Does Microsoft Word auto save? Oh my God. Oh my God. Like, oof. That's yeah. horrifying. Same thing with power. Oh my God. Yeah. My heart goes out to anybody taking the bar remotely. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Um. Oh. My high. I don't really have any mess. I can't really remember this week. It's just this week has been like IRS week. Um, highs, though. Oh, maybe my met is like I've mostly fixed the plumbing in my new house, but there's just like this one joint that I cannot seal. But whatever. High is that I am planning a party with other groups at WashU. So Animal Law Society is going to be partnering with Balsa, Outlaw, LALSA, um, Disability Law Caucus, Tax Law Society, because why not? Um, I forget. Oh, meet potentially Family Law Society, because pets are part of the family, you know. Unclear, but it's going to be a huge rager over Zoom with um, pets wearing Halloween costumes. This idea kind of came to me when I was talking to Brittany, uh, asking her if her dog was going to be wearing, um, a Halloween costume. Like that was just like kind of a fun question I thought to ask. And then it really just stuck with me. I was like, I need this to happen. Um, so it's like the kind of party that you wouldn't be having if we were in person. It's kind of only best for the zoom. Setting. Oh my God. Yes. So I think it's a, good and and SBA the student bar association which is like student leadership for law school lol um 
I don't think they are having a Halloween party this year. So I think this is like maybe going to like scratch that itch for people, I hope. And if it's only a couple of people who show up, that is also great. Um, okay. My question is, can I come? Don't feel awkward if you, if you have I to hope say you no. Know. Better come. But also, how fun would it be like to be like the red herring in a Zoom pet Halloween <laughs> costume party? Like, I want people in that party to be like low key uncomfortable. Like, who <laughs> is this Megan person? Has anyone ever had a class with her? Because I think everybody, okay, I bring this up because <laughs> the last week in BA, business associations, um, there were a few people who were on call who Brittany and I like straight up did not know. Oh my God. <laughs> and at this point, it's like, how do you not know? <laughs> the <laughs> class is only 150 people, you know, like. Or they we all, L's, maybe there were three L's. No, there are two L's for oh, sure. Okay. For sure. Um, so yeah, I kind of, I kind of love the idea of me showing up with Harper in some like God awful costume and like pretending to be a wash U student to see if anybody picks up on the fact that I do not go there. I you think I know enough about come. the school to be conversational too. Absolutely. And I also don't think anyone would realize it because we're hoping to invite a lot of one L's and the one L's don't all know each oh, other because they're in yes. different sections. Yeah. Great. So I will be eagerly awaiting my Zoom invitation. <laughs> you could also be like, I'm an LLM student. And they'd be like, really? You don't have an accent. And you're like, I'm from Canada, assholes, or something like that. It Ooh, would be great. Yeah, let's let's get real gritty with this. I want to be like the surly guest who's like, kind of like angry. Other people are like, why is she here if she's this angry? But maybe they don't know that I'm just like <laughs> resting this angry. Always this angry. We will come up with a backstory oh we could also you could do the rename thing and change your name to someone who actually does go to wash oh my gosh no i would not want to impersonate anybody Please. who actually goes oh to wash okay, okay. or you could like spell it slightly differently that would be weird too okay we'll, we'll discuss but that is my high because i just think it is a good fit for the occasion and it's going to be fun for everyone if you have a pet or if you don't have a pet if you want to put a costume on your pet or if you respect your pet too much to not do that it's for hey, everyone i think putting a costume on your pet is a sign of great respect but that's just me personally okay that actually might be a good segue <laughs> yes that's what i that's what i was hoping so i want to hear all about your pet thoughts again. okay so listen, I like my week has been highs, lows, mehs, all meshed into one. I'm like kind of sleep deprived. Um, and it's all because of whiskey. <laughs> uh oh. Whiskey is a seven month old Australian shepherd slash Australian cattle dog puppy that. I went and picked up, oh my God, don't get me started on how cute this dog is. I, so I picked him up on Saturday from, um, an animal rescue in Winston-Salem and it was on a trial basis, which I love, right? I'm like, oh my God. Yes. Like, yeah, neither did I, but it makes so much sense, especially when you have other pets at home you know, you're not going to buy a car without test driving at first. Like I loved, 
I love this like warranty pet adoption situation. Yeah. Yeah. So, that makes sense. And then yeah, like if they, they have kids or something. Exactly. Yeah. So, so they said, take him home. You know, if it doesn't work out, just bring him back next Saturday. No big deal. And I thought, what a great setup. This yeah. is so low stakes. I feel very confident bringing this dog home sight unseen to anybody else but me. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I also want, for anybody who's listening to this, I am completely self-aware about the actions that I've taken and how they've impacted my family. Oh. <laughs> as I was as I was putting the leash on whiskey and walking him out of that rescue, I was like, this is a fuck up, but here we go. <laughs> Wait, so Adam wasn't there with you? No, Adam is taking a permaculture class on the weekends. So he's completely occupied. Like his schedule is very, very booked. And he knew that I was going to check whiskey out. And the whole idea was that I was going to go check him out. And if he seemed like he might be a good fit, then Adam and Leon would come meet him at a later date. Uh But when I was there, man, oh, they laid it on thick. I mean, whiskey laid it on thick. I walk in, whiskey, it's like he recognized me. He greeted me as though I were like an old friend. I walk in and he looks at me and then he like kind of trots over and then puts his front paws up on my knees and licks my face. I'm just like, oh my God, I'm done for. Yeah. So then, you know, we go to the little like whole, like the little like pet greeting area where it's just me and whiskey and the volunteer and I'm getting the whole rundown um, on whiskey and it's just, oh my God, he seems like such a dream, right? He's so cute. He's seemingly unfazed by the other dogs. He's super affectionate. He's much smaller than I thought. He's probably only like 15, maybe, maybe 18 pounds max. Um, anyway, all of this said, I end up leaving with whiskey and, but, but let me like backtrack a little bit. If you'll, if you'll let me. So back in the spring and summer, when quarantine kind of first began, I, we all were getting, we were all, we all were getting a little slice of life of everybody else's life because yeah. like, we were all on zoom all of a sudden. Right. So I was seeing all of my law school classmates with like, their dogs, their cats. And it seemed to me that, and this is not exclusive to law school, but like everybody was getting a quarantine puppy, right? Mm -hmm. Did you experience this? Well, I didn't know of many people who like got them because of quarantine, but I heard that some shelters like were out of pets, which is amazing. Yeah. It seemed to me like everybody I knew, of course I'm exaggerating. I do this, but Everybody I knew was getting a puppy and little balls of fluff were like popping up on the zoom screens of everybody in my classes. And like, it was so cute. You know, you're trying to like learn the, the, the rules of evidence, let's say. And all of a sudden the little fluff pops up and everybody stops what they're saying and they start cooing. <laughs> and, you know, speaking of evidence, we even had our professor, was a, is a huge dog lover. And so she created this game called Guess That Pet, where yes. at the end of the trimester, she asked everyone to submit pictures of their pets. And then we were given like clues about the pet. And then we had to pair the pet with their owner. It was very cute. Yes. And so this was just increasing my already present puppy lust. And 
as we rounded the corner into month six of our new normal, mm-hmm. I just became like insatiable for a puppy at the end of the summer. I can't explain it. So you but have every day you have a dog, but it's just not oh. like like Leon just is not as energetic. Like you were yeah. craving like the energy or yes, yes. So that that is worth noting. I do have a nine year old golden retriever and a nine year old cat. Um, Leon is the dog. Harper is the cat. And they are both excellent pets. I am lacking nothing in these pets. Actually, I'm taking that back as I'm saying it. I do wish that like I could go like this feels so mean even saying it out loud, but like Leon is like an old dog. Like he, you can't take him on a five mile walk because right. he will be like injured at the end of it. Yeah. Um, and way, he's so sweet, but like I've always kind of wanted a puppy and I'm going to spare all of you like the long detail. But um, at one point in my life, when I was like seven years old, our family got a puppy for a few months, named it Sonny. Sunny was not a great fit for our family. And I was like completely crestfallen when we had to give him back. Um, mm-hmm. And now I'm almost certain I've never had a goddamn puppy. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I could make this happen, right? It seemed like this would be a great time. Everybody's at home all the time. We own a house now. Like, you know, we're kind of mature. I'm married. I'm like, this is the perfect time yeah. to get a puppy. Right? Right? Yeah. Okay. So I'm like every single day looking on Craigslist, looking on Pet Finder, just endlessly browsing dogs. Like I'd be in class and if like I started to, if my attention started to drift, I would be like looking up dogs on the internet. Yeah, uh, that was um, me with every animal other than a dog. So I understand. I, dogs for me are, are just quite a lot of work, but I was, you know, I was looking at ferrets, hamsters. Here's cats. the thing. I think dogs for everybody are quite a lot of work. <laughs> this is what I'm learning. That's okay. Um, yeah. So I'm <laughs> like, I'm just looking up dogs that I probably am never going to have, but could have and that is a beautiful place to be I love dreaming about possibilities (laughs) so I'm finding dogs named like Pipsqueak, Melon Bugsy Um, but my my favorite was this disheveled and I truly mean like like hungover looking chihuahua (laughs) with these like super long kind of springy eyebrows and one tooth and the dog's name was hot mess why didn't you adopt a hot mess <laughs> so sweet i don't know man like i got to find the pet kind of cute <laughs> like yeah. hot, hot mess was aptly named um <laughs> so but as the listeners know i have been on this fruitless quest for an elder pug mm. and in my searching for this elder pug, that's how I came across whiskey, the the Australian cattle slash shepherd uh, situation. And I just, I love him so much. And he has all the makings of like my perfect dog, right? He like the most fun companion of all time. Yeah. What's how, why is he so fun? Well, he's incredibly able-bodied, which don't take for granted. Um, and he's like, he's so loyal and incredibly smart. He follows me around all day and just like wants to be wherever I am. 
And when he looks at me, it like pierces my soul. He's oh. like looking at me like, you're my person, right? And he has one of those little oh. cropped tails with a nub. And his little nub is going crazy. And he's looking at me. And it's, oh, I could cry he has talking a little about bandana it. too, yeah? Oh, well, he shredded side. the bandana. Oh, he shredded okay. the bandana. I thought yeah. the bandana was cute, but I see. It is, it is super cute. It is super <laughs> cute. But he is a seven-month-old puppy. So right. anything within, like range of him is shreddable and then it was like it was like he'd like looked around the house shredded everything he could and then looked down at his neck and gone i can shred this too it's like okay and by like incredibly able-bodied you just mean like he has like the stamina and like all the like muscle strength for like a five mile walk like you were saying oh my god yeah i i took him on a five mile hike on saturday or on sunday thinking i'm gonna tire him out and then we're gonna get home and it's gonna be really peaceful yeah and halfway through the walk he started to kind of slow down and I'm like oh I wonder if I'm like walking too fast for him whatever but then by the end of the walk he was like galloping toward the car I'm like, oh my god you're not tired <laughs> at all this is great but also I'm so tired now Aww. um anyway yeah it's the way he looks into your eye his little nubbin tail wagging it's just ugh. and like he loves belly rubs and he's constantly like he just wants to be like on your shoulders, like licking your face. And it's just, it's <laughs> so cute. And he, he is so cute. I mean, he I is cute. I know. I, I have a hard time walking him with headphones in because every stranger who passes by seemingly wants to comment on how cute he is. Ugh. I know it's a, it's a great problem to have, yeah. but anyway, I think y'all get it. Like he's irresistible. Yeah. <laughs> but but you know his energy level with my elderly dog is not a good match. Um oh. he doesn't see yeah, I mean like, like Leon's back with Leon all the time. Oh. And Leon wants to nap. And he does this thing where he's like biting at Leon's legs to try to get him to play, which is like really sad cuz Leon that's like Leon's disability. <laughs> like Leon he has these like sad old legs that like can't move the way they used to and so it's just it's not a good it's it is sad to watch and you end up feeling like horrible for Leon and then you feel resentful toward whiskey but then horrible for whiskey and it's just anyway we're not keeping whiskey we're gonna be giving him back on Saturday it's such a bummer but I'll say this much, and I'm trying to tie this back into law school because really, like, the focal point of my life is law school in a very real way. Um, And having whiskey kind of, like, orbiting that this week, it just became clear very, very quickly that this wasn't going to work. And so I actually wrote down a couple things, like, about puppies in law school that, I don't know, maybe some people might find relatable or perhaps if if you're thinking about getting a puppy in law school or an unknown dog, I don't know, like things to consider. Hell yeah. Yeah. Let's hear it. Okay. And maybe, maybe you have a say, I don't know. You and Raja seem to be in like a love affair. <laughs> you probably don't have any of these issues. I've never had any of these issues with the cat. So. Well, um, yeah, let's see. I mean, there might be some overlap. Could be. I just had to take a long sip of my, <laughs> of my whiskey. Because it is almost uh, 10 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> and I am tired. Okay. 
So here's the thing about puppies in law school. However long it usually takes you to read something, just triple it. <laughs> Whoa. I'm serious. I am so serious. Today I tried to read a six page case and I straight up read the same sentence probably five times before I actually comprehended it because I couldn't just read. I was like reading, but keeping an eye on whiskey and having to like shoo him off of Leon, you know, oh. cause he kept biting Leon's legs or like nibbling in his ears, whatever. Yeah. So, you know, that's a huge, it feels like a little mini time suck at the moment, but it, it, it adds up. Um, yeah. also, while it might be cute on the viewer's side of a Zoom call, the chaos happening on the puppy side of the Zoom call makes it almost impossible to really concentrate on the content of that call. Mm. Like, gosh bless the mute function, because I was sitting in <laughs> class, like, smiling, looking like I was diligently taking notes. Meanwhile, there's just, like, absolute brouhaha happening behind <laughs> me. <laughs> oh. it, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, dogs are much louder than cats. I forgot about that. They're so loud and they're so big. They they just take up a lot of space. Um, yeah. Mm. Cats, on the other hand, like, they're elusive. They come and they go. They do their own thing. Um, Raja, Raja will follow me everywhere. I mean, he's not – maybe that's, that's waning because now he left me in the podcast uh, zone for the bed. But usually, like, wherever I am studying, he'll be right beside me. And then when I get up to go to the kitchen, he, like, will meow for, like, snacks or food. No. And then when I go to the bathroom, he will sit on the on his uh, litter pan. And sometimes, oh <laughs> sometimes he'll watch me, which is weird. But whatever. <laughs> no, 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 no. Whiskey, Whiskey's been doing that, too. Like, he follows me around everywhere. <laughs> oh, my God. Holy there we shit. go. Finally. I told you. I told you. Hold on one second. All right, listeners. This is very rare that I would pause the episode in the middle. Maria, I'm just going to need you. Why don't I find a nice poem to, to ad lib while I put this on mute very quickly and handle whiskey? Okay, that sounds good. Okay, BRB. Hello, listeners. Welcome to a special segment within a segment. I realize now that I've offered to read a poem that that's what I would like to do, but I don't actually know what the copyright um, issues of that would be. Like, am I allowed to read a poem out loud? Hmm. I Googled the word poem. <laughs> that's not what I meant to do. Um, you know what? I'm going to start I'm going to do some creative use. I think I can do that. And I'm going to read part of a poem called To Go to Lvov by Adam Zagajewski. And I won't read the whole thing. That's why it'll be creative use, right? hope so. Otherwise, I'll just edit this later. To Go to Lvov. Which station for Lvov? If not in a dream at dawn, when dew gleams on a suitcase, when express trains and bullet trains are being born, to leave in haste for Lvov, night or day, in September or in March. But only if Lvov exists, if it is to be found within the frontiers and not just in my new passport, 
if lances of trees of poplar and ash still breathe aloud like Indians, and if streams mumble their dark Esperanto and grass snakes like soft signs in the Russian language disappear into thickets. Oh, I'm getting a chat from Megan. She's back. Hey, Megan. Well, great. Everyone should look up to go to Lvov. It's on poetryfoundation.org. And the rest of it, that was just the beginning. The rest of it is absolutely gorgeous. I picked up the last few, few sentences. It was I'll very pretty. We could, we could even tweet it. It's a, it's just so, it's just a, a beautiful, like, I think it's actually a good, like, quarantine poem to read. It's like a poem about, like, loss of place. Mm. But back to pets. <laughs> I mean, as if we needed, now I'm, like, so stressed because, so what I, so Whiskey just started barking for no reason. And I let him outside thinking Sorry. maybe he had to pee. He didn't pee. He just barked. And then I brought him back inside and I put him in his crate and I covered the crate with a bunch of towels so he can't see Good the light. With, yeah. But I mean, I'm sitting in the same room as him, so he can obviously hear me talking. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I'll keep the poem up. If he starts barking again, then I'm I'll hopeful. Keep going. I'm hopeful. Well, where were you on your observations? I think this was a good demonstration. Of <laughs> we needed it. The, yeah, of the uh, situation of puppies. Okay. Well, I feel like I just gave you a bunch of cons. So I will say that there are a couple pros. Yeah. Um, so puppies make you wake up much earlier than you normally would, which has actually led to some very productive mornings for me. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I'm waking up at like 6 a.m. and I'm taking him out and then we're going on a walk and then I'm coming back and I'm like doing schoolwork because, you know, you got to get it done. Yeah. Um, another. Uh, so and like this is like the ultimate pro con is that puppies just take your mind off of school. So, <laughs> yes, for I many reasons, that's Roger. a pro, but yeah. also for many reasons, that is a huge con. um and i think it's because i think it might be a con because you can't you can't choose when you can't like tune out and say like okay now i'm gonna focus on law school exactly exactly um and just one last thing on on puppies on this list is that like okay as evidence just right now like dog starts going nuts i'm the adam's asleep so i'm like the only person that can handle this right what would you do if your puppy started freaking out or like destroying something during a final and there wasn't another person around to help you? Like you are stuck and either you let them in and they're going to do everything in their power to get your attention or they're, you're not going to let them in. You're just going to let them do whatever it is they're doing out there. And it's, and like, you're not going to be able to concentrate because you're just going to be thinking about that. So could you do doggy daycare just for the day of finals? Hey, that's a good idea. Yeah, but, absolutely. I mean, not ideal for COVID times, but no. Like no. if that if it comes down to that one consideration, yeah. But I guess if there's like a lot of other pros and cons in the mix. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Anyway, so I think like my biggest takeaways are that um I just need to be satisfied with this like little family unit I have now and you know, we are in a great place. We are not in a great place to get a puppy. And 
I'm kind of wondering like who is ever though, because this has been so draining, like every waking moment of my day, I'm monitoring this. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I can't imagine like cats are just so different. I know. So self sustaining or whatever. Not I did not intend self- this to be like an ode to cats, but it <laughs> feels like it is. Uh. I think, the, the cat who like follows you around and wants to play. I don't, I, I, I really don't see the appeal of just having a cat who like ignores you and hates human contact in law yeah. school because you need that. Um, you need that affection. That love. Yeah. I just, I just like having this like small creature who is completely worthy of every ounce of like love that you have to give oh you know there's no like yeah you you provide space and toys and food and water and healthcare and that stuff but that is like not too bad for a cat and then in return they're just like at least the lynx point siamese which is my the only type of cat i've ever had because <laughs> they're just so affectionate um and like lower in allergens, but they're just so sweet. Yeah, so. I think that you're making a great, a great argument for a cat rather than a dog in law school. Yeah, some people are just dog people, though. They like going out on walks. They like, I mean, I, I think you might be making a case against pup getting a puppy in law school. Yeah, that's true. A, an adult dog who is, who you know, who's chiller. Yeah. Which again, I, this is becoming very circular, but like, gosh, darn it. Can't I just have an elder pug? Like what I knew what I wanted, you know what I mean? (laughs) And I was lured in. Like if Hmm? y'all find, y'all find a good elder pug. I don't know. This has been kind of traumatizing for everybody. (laughs) Um, but here's like here's like my thing though, and I, I feel like I need I need to put a call out to the listeners because I figured out I've been doing a lot of journaling about whiskey and about this whole situation. And I realized that one of the biggest reasons that if not the biggest reason that I wanted a dog was because I like needed to shake up this like monotony. Like I am just so sick of staying at home and like not doing shit. Like I'm like, it's, oh, it's crazy making. Mm. So here's my call to the listeners and to you, Lydia. I, and this is a desperate call. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to like break out of this funk and like actually feel something again, aside from <laughs> omnipresent anxiety. Uh, so please, what are your recommendations about how I can reinvigorate my life? Like, Ooh, I like that question. I mean, it stands. And I think, okay, so here's perhaps some helpful information about me that you, Lydia, already know, but listeners, you might not know, <laughs> um, that you yes. may use to guide your recommendations. Yes. Okay, so I'm a very social person who thrives on feeling valued as a member of things, attention, <laughs> thanks to my Aries sun and Leo rising sign, mm-hmm. um, feeling as though I'm working towards something, 
a variation in my daily challenges. Uh, and the example for this that I want to give is like, I don't want like a big challenge. I want like a mini challenge, like hmm. the type where maybe like you get a word, like an interesting word in a day and, and you are challenged to use that in conversation rather than say like read a book full of these complex, complex words by the end of the month. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So with those like four things in mind, aside from getting another pet, nothing is off the table. So <laughs> if you have a recommendation of a way that I could reinvigorate my life on a daily basis that doesn't require caring for a small animal, please reach out. <laughs> I need this. I, I am stir crazy. Okay. I'm just going to start like spitballing here. Okay. Um, I don't know if all animals are off the table, but beekeeping could be cool. A little dangerous. Maybe get the adrenaline rushing. Um, also, um, growing mushrooms is like a whole process and very rewarding if you like mushrooms. That's kind of Adam's thing right now. He's oh, doing the permaculture right. thing. Yeah. Right. Oh my gosh. I hope you have a lot of mushrooms in your future because oh, delicious. Um, I think building things is really fun. Like if you have a solid tree in your yard, you could make a very cool like tree house hangout, maybe Airbnb type of situation. Um, or like you could, I, I don't know. I don't know what you would do in your air, in your, not air, um, in your tree house. Um, you That's could start cool. I like brewing your own be- You could start brewing your own beer. Um, you could do geocaching. Oh. Are you familiar with this? No. Okay. I one sec. Okay. Um this is according to the dictionary. Geocaching is an outdoor recreational activity in which participants use a GPS receiver. Um, and other navigational techniques to hide and seek containers called geocaches at specific locations marked by coordinates all over the world. Oh. Yeah. And it's a very quarantine-friendly activity. Um, So you can go out and hide things and then, like, tag them um, for other geocachers. Or you could go find things that are hidden around the world. Okay, that actually sounds really fun. Yeah, it reminds me of the um, uh, scavenger hunt that I think you were the one who told me about. Oh, that's like with other people. Oh, the hunt. Yeah. Yeah. Except this is like, you can do it alone <laughs> outside. Um, those are the things that come to mind at first. Well, I think those are very good options. I need to be observing all of my options. Yeah. So listeners, please. Again, <laughs> I am begging. Maybe you could like learn like, outdoor survival techniques for the end times and it could be like a different challenge a day like today I like wrapped my own leg in a tourniquet or something like that oh my gosh wait I okay I actually really like that idea it's like a practical skill yeah. building exercise yeah it took I a often while, thought I got, I got there yeah before we did bike and build I had somebody recommend to me and this somebody is is a badass very cool she like is a documentary filmmaker who like works in like, I don't know, like, like very rural areas, like places where there isn't medicine at the ready. Um, 
And so before she had gone on location for shoots, she had attended some like workshop series hosted by REI on like field medicine or something like that. She was like, yeah, it was like 500 bucks, but it was worth every penny because I felt completely competent um, to do all of these things that beforehand would have scared me. So that's always going to be at the back of my mind. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a way to do that remotely. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, like as awesome as it is that you can access virtually anything now because everything is remote, I'm kind of like not wanting to spend any more time on the computer than I need to because <laughs> yeah, that's a big piece of why a dog was, a, in my mind, a great idea. Maybe there's a, like a book. <laughs> a what a lot of now? Pictures. Oh. <laughs> Never mind. I forget I said anything. <laughs> yeah but anyway that concludes my i think i'm gonna shut up about dogs now for like at least a little while (laughs) no more elder pug searching we're gonna have to give whiskey back that's okay i think it is worth thinking about because if you're moving to a new place for law school you might be thinking i won't know anyone i should get a dog and you know just weigh out the pros and cons consider the things megan said and you know you know yeah and uh shout out to my classmate mara who i'm sure doesn't listen to the podcast but who i (laughs) who i admire very much um she announced that she's pregnant today so i can just i can really just shut the fuck up because she's about to have a baby (laughs) (laughs) oh my god Yeah. yeah That's that's okay. That's different. That's a whole. That's a whole. That's well, a, it's that's... funny because because when when we were talking about it, she was like, "Yeah, you know, it was either like," <laughs> she said, "I told my husband like I really want to get a puppy, or we could have a baby," and he was like, "Oh my god, the baby puppies are such too much work." Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, on that note, do you have anything else you'd like to share? Because I'm tapped out. I'm done. I will just pub my cousin's new Instagram at the balanced boob. If you're, if anyone listening is expecting, um, she's a lactation consultant. So I hadn't thought about it until you just said that. But um, yeah, she's worth following. She has really great advice. <laughs> the balanced boob. Hell yeah. Oh my goodness. This is awesome. Okay. I yeah. will be, I will be following her. I am following her. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We have said it all. And next week, maybe we'll talk about mock trial or. Yeah. Maybe next week we'll talk about law school. We'll see. We'll see how we're feeling. Cool. (laughs) All right, buddy. Bye. Bye.